Hey everybody, how are you? Listen, welcome back to the Uncomfortable for Christ podcast. Hey, I'm your host. My name's Aswin Johnson. So glad uh, that you're here. So glad that you are listening. I'm grateful for you. Hey, listen, today uh, on today's podcast, I want to talk about uh, get uncomfortable, obey the Lord and write a book. <laughs> Listen, I'm not talking about you writing a book, but maybe I am if that's what God's calling you to do. But I certainly am talking about the book that I wrote, which is called Automatic Defeat Temptation with an Automatic Biblical Response. First, we are on episode 10. Man, I can't believe we've done 10 of these things. They've gone by uh, so fast. You all have been listening and commenting and I uh, certainly appreciate that. You know, I wanted to to carry you guys uh, on my journey and let you know what my journey of writing uh, this book was, um, which also led to this to this podcast that we're doing now. Uh, you know, I did not uh, set out to write this book. Um, I had some other plans, and of course, God does things how He wants to do them, and and. Uh, God orchestrates things the way he wants them orchestrated. Um, so I wanted to kind of carry you guys, uh, you know, on the journey. And then, uh, you know, towards the end of the podcast, we'll, we'll talk about uh, automatic and some of the things that are in it. You know, I hope by now that you've gotten the book. I hope you've read the book or are reading the book. Uh, if you haven't, uh, today's the perfect day to pick up a copy. And you can do that at my website, which is www.aswinjohnson.com, A-S-W-I-N, how you spell Aswin. Uh, you can also go to amazon.com and pick it up there. Just in the search box, just type my name, uh, Aswin Johnson, and the book will pop up. Uh, you can also get it on gladtidingsbookstore.com. So it's, it's available there. Uh, also get a copy for the bus driver, get a copy uh, for your neighbor, certainly get a copy for yourself, copy for your spouse. Uh, I know you will be blessed by it. Uh, so what I wanted to do was kind of uh, let you know, people have asked me uh, some things about writing a book and, and people have asked me some uh, some things about my journey uh, to writing this book. And so I wanted to, to let you know how uh, all of this happened. Uh, it really happened uh, about three years ago. Uh, about three years ago, um, the Lord spoke to my heart uh, very clearly and told me to quit my job and to write a class. Quit your job, write a class, right? So how do we go from quit your job, write a class to writing a book? Well, I'm going to get there. So, you know, I was working on this job and didn't really enjoy the work that I was doing, but you know how it is, guys, you have a, um, you know, you have a family and you have responsibilities. And, you know, even the Bible says if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. And, and I certainly enjoy <laughs> I certainly enjoy eating. And so I, you know, you, you have to work. And so I was doing this job and I, uh, you know, never really enjoying the work, but, you know, I was doing what I had to do. And, you know, the Lord spoke to me very clearly that I needed to quit this job and to write a class. Okay. To write a class. And in the book, you'll, you'll learn more of how I, um, you know, came to, uh, to come up with this class and title it, 
um, automatic. Uh, but but so I I ended up quitting, but but not it's not like let me not give myself credit and say, oh, OK, God, I hear you. I'll turn in my letter of resignation tomorrow. <laughs> it, it was not like that at all. I was very uh, hesitant. Uh, you know, sometimes we allow fear uh, to keep us from obeying what God is saying. And and that certainly uh, it was true for me, uh, you know, uh, as a man and, and as a husband and as a father, uh, you, you feel like sometimes you feel tied um, to your job. And sometimes we can make an idol uh, out of our employment where we put that uh, ahead of God. When, when Almighty God was speaking to my heart and saying, do this, and I was hesitant. And when you are hesitant to obey, you are disobedient. And that's when I was, I was, I was hesitant and I was disobedient. So God has a way of dealing with you. God has a way of doing things. And he made it so that I was increasingly, you know, I wasn't enjoying the work that I was doing, but I was increasingly uh, becoming uncomfortable uh, on the job. I was working as an account manager uh, for a large company and I was I worked right under one of the vice presidents uh, for the company and he became uh, he, he never was a you know, never considered him a, a great guy, uh, but he really became um, a pretty bad guy, you know, particularly to uh, to me. But it wasn't just to me. It was, you know, to other uh, co-workers. Uh, but he, he really became a bad guy and really. Um, work to make uh, life for me pretty, pretty uncomfortable there. And I know, listen, it was, it was the, the hand of the Lord who was making me uncomfortable so that I would do his will. And so that I would obey him, you know, even in the Bible, uh, we see situations like this. When, when we look at uh, Jonah, you know, Jonah did not want to do what the Lord called him to do and go to Nineveh and to tell those people to uh, repent. He didn't want to do that. He didn't didn't like the people of Nineveh. Jo Nineveh Jonah didn't want to do that. And Jonah said no and, and ran in the opposite direction of, of Nineveh and tried to escape, uh, you know, tried to escape the Lord and tried to escape uh, what God was calling him to do. And you guys know the story. Um, you know, he was on a ship and uh, the the uh, other guys on the ship, they throw him overboard and um, he is swallowed by a fish and God kept him alive in the belly of a fish, you know, for several days and also had that fish deliver him to land so that he could do what God was calling him to do. So Jonah wasn't in, in an uncomfortable place. But it was that place of being uncomfortable where Jonah began to do and be obedient to what God was calling him to do. And so that was very similar uh, to my story. I was in an uncomfortable place uh, and that uncomfortable place led me uh, to do what God was calling me to do. So I, I did it. I, um, uh, you know, talked with my wife about it and um, she was so supportive. Uh, 
uh, she, she's a blessing to me. She was so supportive. And she said, hey, Aswin, if this is what God's telling you to do, then that's what you have to do. Um, and so I did it. I, I turned in uh, my resignation and I left that job and I started writing this class, you know, started writing it. it, it and I'm going to be real with you guys. Uh, of course, you know, uh, fear crept up in what are we going to do about our mortgage? Uh, what are we going to do about food? What are we going to do about the light bill? What are we going to do about the water bill? What are we going to do about this and that? Those things uh, certainly cr crept up and I don't have time to, to go into it, but God took care of us and continues uh, to take care of us in miraculous ways, um, in, in ways that 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 absolutely uh, have blown uh, have blown my mind. Uh, but God took care of us. So I begin to to write this um, class. So I write this class and God's given me ideas and it's exciting. You know, I enjoy writing. So um, I, I'm writing this class and and it's it's like, wow, this is awesome. You know, I'm doing it and it's just flowing, you know, and, and that's one way um, that, you know, you're in the will of God. When when things begin to just flow, when things begin to flow, you know uh, that the Holy Spirit is working uh, in you and, 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 and you're able to, to flow. And I was just flowing. The class was just boom, boom, boom. I was just writing it. And it was, I was, uh, really, really enjoying it. So then I jump ahead. I finished the class and I'm like, okay, well, I've written the class and I love to teach. So logically I should go and teach this class. And I tried that. I, um, actually taught the class um, uh, to a group uh, at my church. And I was like, okay, that went well. And I'm, you know, I got ideas that, hey, maybe I'll take this, um, you know, I want to take this to other churches and, you know, maybe we'll, I'll start teaching, you know, on the road and across the country, <laughs> you know, you get these, these big grand ideas and everything. And let me tell you, it was crickets, you know, I tried to make some stuff happen, tried to make some phone calls, tried to do this, tried to do that. And I mean, crickets, you know, it was like nobody wanted me um, to teach that class anywhere, you know, and I, I now realize why, <laughs> you know, I now realize why God's able to open doors, but he also shuts doors. And the Lord told me to write a class. That was his instruction. But he did not tell me to teach that class. He did not tell me to teach that class. He told me to write it, but he did not tell me to teach it. It was me. It was me who was, you know, took it upon myself to try to go and teach the class. And, and, and listen, I, I, I thought it was logical. God, you told me to write a class. Well, God, that must mean you want me uh, to teach that class. I love to teach. And, and so that's what I thought God was calling me to do. But the truth was he wasn't. And, you know, like I said, I, I, I was, I had written this class and I was, you know, happy with, with uh, the writing of it. And I just was not able to find opportunities to share it with others. You know, I wasn't able to. And I remember I was puzzled. I'm like, Lord, OK, I, I was obedient. You told me to, uh, 
you know, to leave my job. And I did that. And you told me to to write this class and Lord, I'm ready to teach it and nothing's happening. And so the Lord led me uh, to it was like, it, well, let me say this. It was like God was went silent. You know, like he was not saying anything, you know, he was speaking to my heart and but he he, he was not saying anything. I, I was reading uh, my Bible, looking for understanding, but I just did not hear uh, anything. And so the Lord led me uh, to go and talk with my pastor. Now, my pastor at this time had just got to our church. He was there. This was he was there maybe 30 days at that point. Um, our, our, uh, pastor before him had been there a really long time. He pastored for, uh, about 36 years at our church and, and he was gone. And so here was a new pastor that didn't know me and a new pastor that I didn't know him. Uh, but the Lord was, was leading me to go and talk with him. And so I set up an appointment. I go and uh, set up an appointment to, uh, cause I wanted to meet him and, and, you know, uh, my wife wanted to meet him. So I set up an appointment and, you know, we go and meet with our new pastor. And I was telling him about, you know, my story, kind of how, you know, I had written this class and, um, you know, it was like, it was almost like God went silent on me. You know, I was, you know, trying to do his will and now I just don't hear anything. And so he asked me, he said, um, let me ask you something. You're, you're writing this class and, and the class, you know, he, I told him a bit about the class and he was like, yeah, I think that's certainly needed, you know, a class like that. But he said, let me ask you something. Where is the book to go along with this class? He said, you know, when people leave the class, where's a, you know, what, is, what, what do they take with them? You know, take with them. Have you written a book to go along with the class? And when he said that, I felt the spirit of the Lord. I knew that this was God's answer and that writing a book was my next step. And I knew God began to speak to my heart. And he said, your first step was to write the class. I never told you to teach it. Your next step was to turn what you've written in that class into a book. And that's what I did. I actually used the class as an outline for the book. It made writing the book so much easier. If I were to give advice to anyone uh, who who is writing a book, it would be to make an outline. It helps to keep you organized. It helps so you know where you're going uh, from chapter to chapter. And that's what uh, that's what I did. And it really, really, really uh, made the writing process uh, so um, so much easier for me to go that route. So I, I, uh, I now have a new, I now have a new objective. I now have new, uh, a new assignment, uh, you know, from the Lord is to write a book. And so I get busy and I start writing and I've got my class, which is an outline. So I know, you know, where I want to go, uh, you know, in this book. And so I'm writing it and it's fun. You know, it's something that I really enjoyed. So I'll skip ahead. I, I get the book, I get the book written and I edit it, you know, to to make sure that I'm happy with, um, you know, what I've written. And so now it's time to, you know, in my mind, now's the time to try to find a publishing company. You know, that's a part of the process. You got to have someone uh, to publish it. And so I reach out to um, 
a bunch of different publishers and all of them have different requirements, which uh, really requires a lot of time, uh, really requires uh, a lot of work. And so I start doing the work and packaging um, different elements and things that they want. You know, there's a I won't go into all of it, but there, there there's a lot that um, there, there's a lot that is there's a lot that is required. Um, and so anyway, I, I, you know, push forward in doing that stuff and I'm waiting to hear back. And, you know, some of them, I don't hear anything. Um, some of them I do, uh, everyone that I heard back from was a rejection. Like what they were, their rejections. I remember I got rejected a rejection letter, uh, uh, from a literary agent and he wrote me a letter back and he said, Aswin, the book's great. You know, he said the writing's good. He said, but being a good writer is not enough. He said, what these publishing companies want is a name. They want someone who either has a big name, you know, out in the out in the world, or they want someone who has a following because they've already written a book. Um, basically, he was saying you're you're just not you're just not popular enough. And it's not that that your writing's not good because you have to turn in uh, for this particular agent. You had to turn in, uh, you know, chapters of the book. And he he said he enjoyed, you know, what he wrote. And he said, but we're going to pass, <laughs> you know, and I've kept that letter and I plan to, to keep that letter um, because even though a man can tell, you no, when you have the yes of the Lord, you push forward when you have the yes of the Lord. Uh, that's the all the encouragement you need. God will open uh, the right door for you. And that particular man was the wrong door for me. Every other rejection I had was not the door that God wanted me uh, to go in. And so, you know, I was a bit, uh, you know, a bit down, if I'm being honest. And I reached out to a, a friend of mine, a fellow author. Uh, she had written at that time a few books and um, I wanted to talk to her and find out what she did. You know, I know she had uh, she had published them. Her, her name, everybody, if you want to grab her works, uh, her name is Rita uh, M. Dorsey. Uh, and she's uh, her, her most popular book is uh, Who Told You You Were Naked? And I would. I would suggest you grab a copy of it. Um, she is very uh, transparent uh, in her ministry of how God uh, reconciled her and how God uh, delivered her from many things. And it is uh, it is a it is certainly a book that I I recommend. Now, talking to Rita, I'm like, Rita, how'd you do it? You, you did this, you did that. Uh, and she set me on a whole different path. You know, she told me about um, self-publishing, you know, and she had been through the process that I had been through, uh, the same rejection. And so she told me about, uh, publishing the book yourself. It was something that I had not, uh, I didn't even know about or even, uh, consider. I didn't actually publish the book myself. Um, the, you know, the, the wild thing is, is my church publishes books. I had no idea. I had no idea that they publish books and the church publishes books. They have editors, they have, um, 
all types of resources for you. They they have, of course, they have a they have a physical bookstore. They also have a um, online uh, bookstore, and they uh, take care of the cover art. And it was incredible uh, to work with them, and certainly opened up uh, some friendships. Uh, you know that I that I didn't have uh, didn't have before, and so that's how we were able to to publish. Uh, you know, the book, and it truly was uh, a, a blessing. Um, uh, I, I, I was, uh, the, the, the people who work in that ministry are uh, fantastic. They prayed for me, um, encouraged me um, all the way. And so um, it ended up being an incredible experience. And that was the door uh, that the Lord uh, opened for me to be able to get uh, automatic published. And so I wanted to uh, share uh, my journey with you a little bit. Uh, people have asked, and so uh, I wanted to share that with you. Uh, in, in the final moments that we have, I want to share a little bit about what automatic is. If you uh, have not bought it, uh, or if you're on the fence, you know, I certainly would, um, you know, I certainly would suggest uh, that you grab a copy the the uh, comments and the reviews from others uh, really have been an incredible blessing for me. And you can go on to uh, Amazon and read what others have said uh, about it. Certainly, if you are if you haven't gotten your copy uh, or if you are on the fence, you know, automatic. Uh, I wrote this because I, I really wanted to help the body of Christ. I wanted to help them discover how to have a winning biblical response to temptation, right? And I wanted to explore how to make that response. So how you respond to temptation happen automatically, you know, just like the beat of your heart. Like you didn't have to get up today and, and, and figure out how your heart was going to beat or how your um, intestines were going to work or how your liver was going to function. Th those things happen, uh, automatically. You know, God has blessed us where those things happen automatically. And so I believe that uh, we can also defeat temptation automatically. Now, there's a process to be able to do that. And you'll discover that uh, inside the pages of the book. You know, you also discover how to use the Bible as a weapon, right? The, the Bible uh, is the sword of the spirit and God intends for us to use his word to fight against the enemy, to fight against temptation, to fight against uh, sin. Um, also in the book, a major goal was really to expose the enemy, to expose Satan's motives and his strategies and his schemes and really give you a plan to fight back. You know, too often we are on the defense, right? Too often we're on the defense. Um, but I believe God is calling us um, to grow uh, in our faith and begin to be on the offense, right? To begin to be on the offense and to defeat the enemy and defeat uh, temptation. Uh, you know, I, I wrote on the back of the book that automatic will provide light in dark places to prevent you from stumbling and falling over enticements that are intentionally created to draw you away from God. There are enticements they're intentionally created to draw you away from God. After following the steps laid out for you in this book, here's what you'll discover. You will discover that you are automatically defeating temptation 
and simultaneously at the same time drawing closer to God. And that really is the goal uh, of automatic is that you draw closer to the Lord, that you get further away from yourself, that you get further away uh, from the way the world does things and that you draw closer to the Lord. Uh, I, I want to take you through just um, some of the chapters and I'm not going to like read from the book. You can do that uh, yourself, but I wanted to just, you know, run over what some of the chapters are. Um, chapter one is called Mr. Nerd. <laughs> and that was a fun chapter for me to write. It, it was uh, a temptation that I dealt with uh, and that I totally gave into uh, when I was 13 years old. And, you know, and it's a funny uh, chapter and you discover uh, that I definitely had a consequence uh, for, <laughs> for giving in to that uh, temptation. In chapter two, I talk about addictions, strongholds and, and temptations. That's the title of that chapter. Um, you know, sometimes uh, people say uh, you know, it seems like addictions and a stronghold is kind of the same thing. It's, you know, it's something that's got you. You know, you can't get away from, but they are in, in the spiritual, spiritually, they are very, very different. And so I explained the difference between an addiction. I explained the difference between a stronghold and I explained the difference between a temptation and, and define for you exactly what a temptation is. In chapter three, it's called temptations will come, but how will you respond? Everybody has to deal with temptation. And there's a right way to respond and there's a wrong way. There's a there's a response uh, that that God is pleased with. And there's a response to temptation that God is not pleased with. And so we discussed that in chapter three In chapter four. It's called God wrote a book, but I'm too busy to read it. So the our, God has given us his word in the Bible. Um, but sadly, many of us do not read it. Some don't read it at all. Some read it sparingly. Uh, most, uh, I quote the statistic here, uh, about 80% of church going Christians do not read the Bible every day. Uh, and that's startling, you know, that's startling. And I, I used to be uh, in that statistic. Uh, thank God I am no more. Uh, but we, we, in that chapter, you really learn why uh, reading the Bible every day is so important. Uh, chapter five, the Bible's a powerful weapon. We begin to talk about um, how the, how you can use the Bible as a weapon and how powerful it is. It's not just a book. It's not just some pages with ink on them, but it really is a spiritual weapon that God has given his people to be able to fight our enemy. Um, chapter six is called attend a seminar, create a habit, write a code, defeat temptation. So in this chapter, you, you get to see the process of how, um, I wrote that class that I was talking about earlier. There's a whole process that God orchestrated. Um, and it started with me attending a seminar for work. <laughs> um, so that that chapter was uh, was a fun one to write also. Uh, well, really, it started with me. Um, I also ruptured my Achilles, <laughs> which is a horrible in uh, uh, injury and also had to attend this seminar. Uh, chapter seven is Satan's plan versus Jesus's response. And so in this chapter, we 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 examine. Uh, remember, guys, when Jesus was um 
uh, tempted in the wilderness by Satan. And this comes from Matthew uh, chapter four. And so we really uh, do a careful examination uh, of what Satan did, you know, what Satan was planning. And we look at how Jesus responded uh, to Satan's plan uh, and how Jesus uh, took victory over what the enemy was trying to do. And so we point out how we can uh, learn from the example that Christ set for us. Chapter eight is called Armed and Ready. So by the time you get to chapter eight, it's time to gear up. You know, it's time to gear up. It's time to arm up and be ready uh, to fight temptation, be ready uh, to fight against the enemy. And so we teach you uh, how to do that. In chapter nine, it's called a preemptive strike. So a preemptive strike is a strike uh, where you strike at an enemy before they strike you, right? And that's where uh, I, uh, the goal, the, the last goal of the book is to teach you and show you how you can strike out at the enemy and not always uh, be playing defense, but really be playing uh, playing offense. And so, listen, I, I want you to uh, read this book. I want you to to pass it on to others because I know uh, that you will be blessed. And I hope you've been blessed uh, by our podcast today. I wanted to share with you guys uh, a bit of my uh, journey where I was not obedient to God and God allowed things to get uncomfortable because he will do that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, is if you're not obedient, he'll allow things to be uncomfortable for you so you can begin to cry out to him. And then he'll say, OK, do what do what I've called you to do. Right. And and that was my journey. And I'm so grateful uh, for these lessons. I'm so grateful uh, what God is doing and continues to do in my life. Listen, in our final moments, hey, I'd love to come to your church. Uh, reach out to me. I'd love to to sit down with with your congregation uh, just reach out to me on my website aswinjohnson.com and we'll see you next time on the uncomfortable for christ podcast god bless